This is what camp's about. Who's with me? Keep telling your little story. What was that? Hello? Hello? Can anybody? Time for you all to leave. Hey. Clearly this group has no respect for my lab. Oh, Bumpy. Gave it a name that's precious. We're on our own. We've lined up exclusive behind-the-scenes tours of Jurassic World. Ooh. Yes! Dinosaurs? Plenty of dinosaurs. So, ready for an adventure? Absolutely. But I'm going to need that speech a little shorter and really try to lean into the majesty of this place. <laughs> okay, we're going now. Let's get the six of you to camp. We're back with another episode during our Camp Cretaceous Month celebrating the first season just before the release of season two. And I brought on a bearded gentleman to help me wind my way down the river adventure and out onto the Mosasaurus Lagoon that I call life. It's tough, guys. Yes, the, the river adventure. I, I love it. I love the mention of that. <laughs> yeah. So, Tim, you're my good friend, and how are you? Are you here to spy on me, or are you good? You, you cool? You gonna spy? I'm doing it for my family, Brad. Okay. I'm doing it for my family. <laughs> they don't know I'm here, okay? <laughs> Probably accurate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true, too. <laughs> so... This episode, episode six, this one's t uh, entitled Welcome to Jurassic World. It's like, you know, we're mostly through the season and it's like, guys, welcome to the Jurassic yeah, World. Yeah. Uh, it's a nice yeah. park, very nice park. No no incidents are going to happen here. Nothing bad. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, so it reminds any... me of sort of that thing where like, you know, you're you're at a job and like someone someone new comes along and they're like, why is this so messed up? And you're like, welcome to the company. Like, welcome to Jurassic World. <laughs> yeah. this is Zero days, zero days since our yeah. last incident. Yeah. Um, so this episode picks up right at the end of the last episode, the crash. Mm -hmm. I feel like at this point we're getting a lot of like, hey, we're going to pick up right after some really bad stuff. And the kids are like, oh, I got to get up from like this terrible incident here. So the kids are waking mm -hmm. up after the crash. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, expectedly so. Yaz is furious. Uh, after continually standing up for Sammy, right? So, mm -hmm. you know, she, episode after episode, she's been standing up for Sammy as Brooklyn's been, like, berating Sammy about stealing the phone. And finally, in the last episode, we realize, you know, Sammy did steal the phone. Um, so, you know, Brooklyn's accusing her of deleting the videos and everything like that. So, of course, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I have a, an interesting audio cue here, which actually reveals quite a bit of information mm -hmm. as far as yeah. why and, and all, all the things, you know, to consider here, um, you know, off the past episodes with the whole drone and, and the swabbing of the uh, the mouth of the Sinoceratops and all mm -hmm. that stuff. It all comes to pay, pay off here. So uh, let's take a listen. This is not my fault. This is her fault. She I'm here to spy. For a company called Manticore. Manticore? They're a bioengineering company. Big rivals with Maserani. They tried to make dinosaurs too, but we'll beat them to it. You doomed us all for some lousy company? Our ranch was in trouble, so my folks had to borrow a lot of money from some shady people. We didn't know they were fronting for Manticore. They said we'd lose everything unless I spied for them. Use the behind-the-scenes access, I'd get at camp to gather info from Wu's lab and DNA from dinos and whatever else they needed. But then Brooklyn caught on and I got scared and then everything went wrong. This is the last thing I wanted to happen. Oh. <laughs> to be next to a broken van on Killer Dinosaur Island? Hey, me too! What are the odds? Yes. 
I... Was it all a lie? Wanting to be friends? Pretending you cared about... You just needed someone to hide what you were doing. Tell me I'm wrong. I'm such an idiot. You are wrong. I just didn't know how to say it. How to explain to you. Just because I spy doesn't change who I am. Don't touch me. Go away, Sammy. So yeah, Yaz is, uh, is like I said, definitely pretty distraught there. And I love the acting mm -hmm. from Yaz there in that sequence. Yeah, like, yeah. She's killing it. It, it. And then the animation, too, on their faces in this scene, mm -hmm. I definitely, like, felt it, too. I mean, again, we're talking about, like, we're not talking about an HBO budget show, but they do a mm -hmm. great job with what they have. And 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 uh, Yaz, Yaz's sort of betrayal here, um, I know we were listening to the audio, but, like, in the actual episode, it's, it's very believable. Same oh, with yeah. Sammy, too. I mean, yeah. I, I definitely pinpointed that same thing with specifically Yaz and her facial expressions and everything of just how mm -hmm. how distraught she is in this whole situation. Because, mm -hmm. you know, it, we, we set it up with audio clips in previous episodes and everything of how closed off she was and how, right. how much, you know, Sammy really, really tried to pull her out of her shell. And it took a while, but she got there and, mm -hmm. and, and we started to see a different side of Yaz. And the one person she decides to befriend and, and to be close mm -hmm. with betrays her and, and that is just mm -hmm. that's got to be you know a terrible thing to feel because she she's like i said she's not used to opening up to people and that one right. person really just you know she lost all trust with everybody i feel like at this point you know she doesn't want to be and there was definitely a point too where she was kind of sammy was kind of using yaz to like as a crutch to sort of defend her to the group too so um mm -hmm. she wasn't yaz wasn't wrong when she sort of um when she sort of attacked her for that, even though I do think that Sammy's just genuinely an affable person and just wanted to yeah. be friends with her. But, oh, for sure. Um, yeah. I, I definitely think she's, she's telling the truth for sure. Uh, there's yeah. definitely like you're saying a little bit of, of using her in situations, yeah. but mostly she's, she seems like a cool kid and she would, you know, she would be friends with her anyway. So she, right. she does reveal uh, the big thing that she's been spying for Manicor um, bioengineering company. That's big rivals with Mizrani. Mm -hmm. Um, Interesting, you know that they're out there trying to make dinosaurs too, um, and this mm -hmm. is this is very, it's very interesting. Like the the fact that they're trying to make dinosaurs, but Wu beat them to it. So Wu, mm -hmm. you know, he made dinosaurs back in the nineties. Right? This a is this a company that's been trying this whole time? But but they're they're rivals with Mizrani, but Wu Not beat them engine. to making. Yeah, it's like it's very confusing. Like just the way that that's kind of worded. Um, so I don't know if like they, they're recently trying to make dinosaurs or like in the nineties, they tried to make dinosaurs. I have no clue. Yeah, I kind of read it or heard it more of like, they tried to make dinosaurs like for this second coming of, of mm -hmm. kind of dinosaurs in, in the world. Um, that's how I read because she, she mentions Masrani by name versus mm -hmm. engine or something, but I guess we really don't have a lot of engine mentions in the show. So maybe that would have been yeah. kind of lost on most people. I don't know. <laughs> um, but, uh, but it's kind of cool. I mean, if you read the books, like the actual Jurassic novels, there's a lot of that kind of a lot more of that corporate espionage sort of, uh, ideas in those books. Um, so kind of seeing it come to come to pass big in a bigger way in the show and we had dotson in the first movie of course but uh um it's it's a nice touch it's a nice thing that feels at home to us jurassic fans yeah do you think they're like they're opening it up too wide because we have you know this company trying to make dinosaurs 
Biosyn, you know, back in the 90s trying to make dinosaurs. Who knows what they've been trying to do since then. Um, and, you know, of, of course, we have all these people that bought, you know, dinosaurs at uh, the Fallen mm-hmm. Kingdom thing. So who knows what those people are up to? Is it believable yeah. that there's all these different companies trying to infiltrate, infiltrate Jurassic World 10 years later? Like, Jurassic World's not a new company. It's like... You know they've been around for ten mm-hmm. years. There's this this new park. That's true. That's so very true. Why now? Like, and I think I forget. I think it might have been Alicia Stella in a previous episode had mentioned like, why don't why don't any of these companies just walk into the petting zoo and swab the dinosaur's mouth and get your DNA? That's right a there. very like, <laughs> very good point. Why are you maybe sending they sterilize like a, a the petting zoo dinosaurs? I don't know. <laughs> oh, or maybe they check your maybe. pockets when you leave. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's a really really good point. Um, yeah, I mean. On one hand, it's like, you know, and Fallen Kingdom sort of plays into this fact that this technology is just like, it's just the the the, uh, the applications are endless. And, and if no one else has managed to like kind of crack the code, I can still see it being this very hot thing that other companies are after. But practically speaking, I think that they just, you know, they being the makers of the show, you know, didn't want to be shackled by Biosyn, which we kind of have an idea of being something else later in the Jurassic saga. And and I think that it was just easier for them to kind of create like this sort of self-contained company for the purpose of Camp Cretaceous. Um, but I, I can totally buy the fact that there's all these companies like kind of buying for the technology. Yeah. So at least they, they were a front for some shady people. So who knows? Yeah. Maybe maybe Manicor is a front for Biosyn or something like that. It's just like yeah. it's an endless frontage, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, um, there's, this, could, this could go real deep. And maybe in the <laughs> end, engine's behind it and it's a cybernetic Hammond. We just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man, that would just... I, I don't know. Would I believe it at that point? Maybe. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> um, so, so at least they give us an out for like, you know, kind of being accepting of this whole situation. You know, she's not like a complete traitor or yeah. anything like that. She did it for a good reason. You know, her family's in trouble. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you know, this was the only way out. You know, they, they had to borrow right. some money. And, you know, if she doesn't steal these secrets, go behind the scenes. She's got this access. Um, it makes a lot of sense, you know, for her to be doing this. And, and for hopefully later on, you know, characters being like, okay, all right, I forgive you, you know? So it, it, yeah, it no. works. Her revelation was very like, it, it was easy to be sympathetic. And it wasn't, mm. it wasn't one of those things where I was like, is she still telling the truth? It's like, you could tell that she was really coming from an honest place. So even though she kind of like dropped a bomb in everyone in that moment, like us viewers, we weren't like, oh, like I still felt, you know, <laughs> really felt for her. So, yeah. Um, at this point, Bumpy again is uh, starting to get a little agitated, and yeah, we, we I love typically this part. we we know what this means. So let me play a little audio yeah. clip here uh, from the sequence. Look, I know the situation we're in is suboptimal. It's trash. Just say it's trash, Ben. Uh, yes, but despite the obvious trashitude, we <laughs> need to. Bumpy, what are you?
was that? Yeah! Kick it! Fuck us, Ronnie! What <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, baby! Uh, I told you you got it totally in Oh, oh, <laughs> poor Miss Ronnie. I love Kenji in the middle. It's like, yeah, they're doing it. And then it's like, no, no. <laughs> I, yeah, I love the shock on everybody's face. Yeah, no. it's, it's, this is, this it's is great. great. Yeah, it's a great way to relive that moment again. And another yeah. one of those pivotal moments that shows us where we are in the timeline. Uh, you know, this, this, this one movie mm-hmm. is spanning several episodes now started in episode four and we're on episode six now so yeah it, it's still going and uh mm-hmm. i loved love this they, it's like subverting your expectations a little bit because you know the past few times the indominus has roared out of the jungle and attacked the kids this time doesn't care right at all. it's just running it's just going right and obviously the choppers above and uh yeah and i'm just like sitting there as this is happening i'm like Oh, kids, you have no idea what's about to happen. Right. <laughs> You're in for a treat here. It was a great perspective. I mean, this the, yeah. the, what, the sort of, like, view they had um, was was similar to, like, Owen and Claire's in Jurassic mm-hmm. World. Um, but, I mean, I just love the way this sequence was even was set up with the Indominus just, just totally just launching out of the jungle. Reminded me a little bit of Jurassic Park 3 with the Spinosaurus chasing... Um, chasing the survivors there just sort of just all out but then yeah like you said you're waiting for it to like you know stop and start snapping at him but it just it just goes and then we see the helicopter overhead and anyone who's seen the movie is like oh i know this part <laughs> um and, and and i think that this was like a again they could have done this a lot in the show and they didn't but um but this was a, a great sort of overlap moment um to, to sort of again sort of show the kids that like the situation is not in control it's suboptimal or just say it's trash. Yeah. It's trash. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah. I love those comments. Like I, I had to include them in the clip because like it seems superfluous to, in, to include them. But then like as the Indominus is running around, you just yeah. hear Ben in the background. This is trash. It's trash. Yeah. And it's so yeah. funny. So funny to me. I really I love Ben. He he could be seen as like super annoying as well. But like I love his character and the things that he says. It's super funny. So right, yeah, I know. So, that's what's great about the yeah. the camp fam is they're all very like. <laughs> yeah. Um. So at this point, the uh, Tyrannodons are are heading their way. Um. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's when they realize that the the there's a there's a kayak river nearby that'll take them straight into the park. Um. Mm-hmm. So I like I like that the um the kids are running through the jungle carrying Bumpy. It's pretty funny. They're mm-hmm. like, all right. At this yeah. point, they're they're like, they're all in on Bumpy. We're gonna carry you, yeah. and we're gonna head into the the River yeah. Adventure Cave. We're gonna put you in a in a kayak and everything. It's great. I love. I love. Yeah. I, I love mean, them. Bumpy's sort of like a canary at this point in that she alerts them to mm-hmm. when there's dinosaurs nearby. So there's totally worth in, in schlepping her around. I think so. <laughs> well, um, maybe. I don't know. This next sequence, yeah. maybe not. I don't know. Um, but I I love this whole River Adventure thing. Like, yes. it's it's interesting. It's my favorite episode. Yeah, there's so many cool things in this one, and definitely my favorite. I think my favorite sequence overall in 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 the entire season. Uh, definitely mm-hmm. right right coming up here. Um, that river adventure thing is is funny to me because like we have the Cretaceous cruise, right? That's something right. that's on the map, exactly. and it's like it's a thing that we see in Jurassic World. It happens very quickly, and it seems extremely dangerous. I don't know why mm-hmm. you're allowed to do this. Um, yeah, but. Uh, 
but we have another one. Uh, so I guess there's two things. Maybe, two, yeah. Like, it's just, uh, I can believe it because you have one that's like the outdoor one. It's like you kind of like, yeah. you know, and then this one is is the shorter one. Maybe it's just only in a cave. And it, so it makes mm-hmm. sense for me. You know, it's like, you know, it's two different attractions and, yeah. you know, it's the same attraction. Like going to Disney World, yeah. you know, you maybe you'll yeah. get the same kind of ride. Like you get Pirates of the Caribbean, but then you also have It's a Small World. Two boat rides, yeah. very different. Um, right. So so this works out. But, um, and it, and it was has set up really cool too with like the 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 queue they kind of are in for a second with mm-hmm. the announcements about helping kids put their life jackets on like <laughs> i love again i love this show for that kind of stuff like giving yeah. me sort of a peek into the the real theme park that is jurassic world so that's what made this episode for me my favorite is because it's like yes i get mm-hmm. to see one of these attractions that i kind of wanted to, to to know a little bit more about yeah that is my favorite thing too and this one this might explore it more than any other you know place in the park that they've gone you know you get like mm-hmm. you said you get the queue uh you also get different portions of the ride and every, the attraction mm-hmm. so it's mm-hmm. it's really well planned out and i think if you were to experience this in, in like real life man that would be beautiful to go it would be awesome know, yeah to, yeah to cut in here and um you know to see the the bioluminescent area and everything but yeah uh kind of getting ahead of, of ourselves for a second here but we do cut back to the Main Street uh, lab, I'm assuming. It seems like it's it's probably down there because Dave and Roxy went down that area, I guess, to get a hold of Claire. Um, and they are trying to track down the kids on a tablet at this point. Uh-huh. So they've um, they make contact with them on the radio to, uh, to try to get some help. Uh, or no, sorry, Dave and Roxy tried to contact somebody. And this person's super annoyed, right? This, this other employee is mm-hmm. like, get off the line. Like, stop, stop annoying us. Um, yeah. And I just... I find it interesting. Like they are really painting the employees of this park outside of Dave and Roxy to be kind of incompetent. And, and well, I mean, they also paint them as very incompetent too um, yeah. with the amount of like, you know, stuff that the kids get into, but yeah. they, they just, they, they, you know, put these employees like really down the list. And it's like, well, we can't really help you with anything. Yeah. Nobody's getting any help anywhere. There's a big situation. It's kind of believable yeah. to that extent. You know, there's a lot of people, trying to do a lot of things, trying to help a lot of people, but uh, no one wants to help these kids. <laughs> right. It's like, did the rest of the park, like, were they briefed that there was like this camp going on? It's like, you I know, don't think these so. Are, these, these kids are like, they need help. But I think it kind of plays into the fact that it's total chaos and mm-hmm. um, no one really like, I mean, everyone's kind of a little bit out for themselves or at the very least just being like, we need to get, the people here on main street, like evacuate, like it's just total chaos. And again, like more of that hubris of like, they never thought something like this would happen. So they're just completely not prepared for it. Um, but uh, I guess, yeah. 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 It just, yeah, it's complete like failure from, from Jurassic world uh, to, to, yeah. to set up this camp, to employ this camp and every other area of the park. <laughs> like, Literally yeah. nobody wants to maybe maybe these two are like Dave and Roxy are like the outcasts and like nobody wants to talk to them ever. Like they yeah. just don't like interacting well, it, with them. It, it kind of reminds me, um, you know, when Claire's kind of trying to get someone to help her track down her nephews and she's kind of getting like the, you know, and, and Lori's like, Don't do it, dude, you know, like um yeah. she kind of had to like argue with them too. So it, it kind of plays into that exact conversation where it's just like there's yeah, too much going on yeah. to worry about to worry about, you know, these 
these few kids um yeah poor, poor kids though i feel like everyone kind of abandons them at some point so. yeah and yeah even skipping ahead to like the final episode or so it's like yeah. you know they actually get to the dock and it's like we we're we're gonna do zero things to help these kids like yeah right <laughs> just, yeah i i find it like crazy I guess, like i guess they died like I, you know <laughs> everybody gets off the island and at this point i'm like okay well it's obvious that like you're gonna come back and get these kids right yeah. like that has to be the way there's no other right, way i could right. see that you know um yeah. so yeah who knows but uh we we get this we go back um oh no i'm sorry at that point they steal a truck and they're they're off to find the kids mm-hmm. i like that little cut mm-hmm. to them like stealing the truck and everything yeah i mean um, it, and it shows that they're like willing to like at least do their best mm-hmm. at, to get to do right by these kids um to the point where they're stealing property so yeah i love i love these characters like they might be bad at what they do as far as like corralling mm-hmm. these kids and everything but yeah you know they're really likable characters overall and they're and they're definitely trying to do the right thing they just need yeah. to split up from time to time and take care of two different things at once yeah right right exactly. <laughs> so we're back at the river adventure and uh the highlight i think of the entire season for me is when the kids enter this bioluminescent cave um mm-hmm. the, the music here is just incredible it's a it's a brand new cue i mean there's been a lot of new music throughout this series a lot of mm-hmm. uh, you know a lot of older stuff too but this is like a real standout moment musically for me mm-hmm. um it really paints this like beautiful picture this like awe and wonder that you you kind mm-hmm. of expect from jurassic um and it's something different it's kind of like it's kind of like, you know, uh, the moments in Avatar when you see that, like, that portion of the the jungle or forest or whatever that's yeah. just, like, you know, got bioluminescent stuff everywhere. And then you've got yeah, these, right. then you've got the Parasaurolophus and stuff like that. It's really, really, like, brilliant, I think, what they pulled it's off. It's something here. totally new, too. It's not like we have that, you know, anywhere else in Jurassic um, that's never been mentioned or anything like that. So I always kind of like... Um, I always kind of like getting surprised like that. It's like, we know, we know about parasaurol offices with Jurassic. We know um, about mm-hmm. lost world and all that stuff, but to, to know that they're like in the, in these caves eating this algae and maybe kind of, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm inferring this is what happened, you know, <laughs> eating this algae and then getting some of this bioluminescence themselves. I don't know. Um, it's yeah. just, it's cool. It's cool to still be surprised by that and not, you know, be like, it's just believable. It's not like, why didn't I already know about that? It was it's just kind of a cool little self-contained moment. Yeah, I mean, there is, you know, there is that little bit. And did you, you, you did get the chance, right, to see Jurassic World live tour? Yes. So you know, yeah. they do, That's they do allude the to it there, yeah. and and it is, it's a completely different, you know, at least I, I am assuming a different use uh, for these these animals, yeah. unless they found their way in there or something like that. But mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I guess I won't spoil that show too much. But it is, it is a, a big part of that, and. I love the explanation in that show, um, but there's really no explanation here. It's just like, oh, maybe, maybe Doctor Wu tried to to do this, <laughs> add this to yeah. their genes. Um, but uh, yeah, it's not. There's not much that happens there. But um, going back for a second, um, I want to talk about this little audio cue here. Um, you know, it's an emotional sequence when they enter that cave and everything and the music and everything. And there's a lot of like nice interactions between a lot of the characters. And it's been very, very heated up until this point. So here we have um, De- uh, Kenji trying to like soften the situation yeah. a little bit. And then towards the latter half of the clip, we get Darius and Sammy having a nice conversation as well. So uh, mm-hmm. let's take a listen. I could have used my phone as a flashlight. 
of Sammy Adam broken it. Of course, if we had my phone, we wouldn't be here at all. Hey, will you stop harshing the mellow of the CKK? How many times are you gonna say CKK? CKK? Uh, why, would you, would you like me to stop saying CKK? 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 You're acting like this doesn't affect <laughs> you too. We're here because of her. Or maybe something else would have happened and we would still be stuck here. Look, I, I know you're mad at Sammy, but getting mad doesn't get us out of here. It just makes more people mad, you know? Put yourself in her shoes. At this point, is there anything you could say that would make Sammy feel worse than she already does? Take it from someone who has ample experience in rubbing people the wrong way. Just ask. It's just that you talk so much about your branch and your family, but your family sent you here to break the law. Don't, Darius. You don't know anything about my family. I know they put you in danger when they sent you to spy on the park. How can you still defend them? Because they didn't send me. They said no to Manticore. They said they'd rather lose everything than use me like that. I was the one who contacted the Manticore agent. I agreed to come here. My family... They didn't even know what I was planning until I was already on the ferry. Smashing the phone was an accident, but... Brooklyn's right. This is all my fault. I still don't see why... If your family was in trouble, wouldn't you do anything in your power to save them? So yeah, some more context there, um, and it makes it even more believable. You know, she right. wanted she wanted to do the right thing and help mm -hmm. her family out even after they said no. So, um, you know, hopefully with some time and, and everything, you know, people will will forgive and forget. And um, yeah. you know, Kenji, you know, he's not just this this you know corny cocky guy. He's he's actually yeah. you know he's got a little bit of heart too. Yeah. Yeah. And I like how he has these like sort of just insightful moments, you know, through mm -hmm. through the series. Um, and he always kind of has a reason for them. Like in this case, he's like someone who's rubs people the long, wrong way. Like he always it's never yeah. just like totally out of character. He suddenly is being nice. It's like he he knows, like, even though, you know, he kind of has this privileged life and, you know, he messes up sometimes. It's like he he, he really does take those lessons to heart and uh and, and he definitely like shares that in this scene. I just love how um, you know, Sammy kind of has this second revelation. Um, and you'd think that she'd like said enough to be like, wow, I get what I get why, but but Darius is still like, I just don't get why. It's like, come on, Darius, like <laughs> have a little like sympathy here. Like she just poured your heart out. Yeah. Like, you really, you really, you really haven't heard enough yet. It's kind of funny. And you know, she kind of sums it up with like, if this happened to you and your family, yeah, would right. you not do yeah, the same she thing? Kind of break it down. Yeah. yeah, and that that's like got to be a jab at him. You know, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I definitely, yeah, I definitely yeah. would have. You know, and and you you can't really fault anybody. I think we'd all do the same thing probably. So, yeah, yeah. But um, and this is the point where the most the parasaurs come into play here, mm -hmm. and uh, it's just it's super beautiful. And this is this is what I was talking about earlier. Is like Bumpy. He's like starts crying a little bit and and, and mm -hmm. starts like uh you know maybe agitating the parasaurs a little bit at least they're becoming very quizzical they're like what's what is yeah. this what's what is happening what are what are you doing yeah. in here and they like surround the boats and everything but it's a pretty interesting moment because like 
you know, they just stop still and, and, and they're just like looking around, they hear something. And I guess it's yeah. that right, that rush of water or something like that, because it, you know, something spooks them away. Yeah. And it, it's gotta be that I'm assuming. I don't know. It was kind of interesting. Um, I, I you know, watching it again and, and, uh, my wife was watching it again uh, with me and she said something like, you know, why is that even here? Part of the ride, this, 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 <laughs> we'll get to it sort of this like other branch of, of water, but I did yeah. want to go back real quick uh, about the parasaur offices. I, I love that this is called river adventure because it's direct the name of like the universal studios uh, Jurassic park ride. And yep. I, I, I mean, sometimes we kind of see like, um, homages where there's not really anything there but i don't know i felt like when the personal office like came up in the middle of the kayaks and stuff i was like this is just like the ride i love it like it, it yeah kind of coming up in the middle of the boats um and 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 even them kind of grabbing out on the boats and pushing it like i was like there's some history here they they mm -hmm. they do they are known to push boats off course so, so yeah i, I kind of like that exactly um, like and it, that's oh go ahead god you finish that I, yeah i i just it, and i can I kind of feel like I would be a little panicked in the situation if there's just a oh. bunch of large herbivores just like <laughs> pushing my boat around. Like I felt for the kids. So when there was that, when they finally got distracted, it was like, they, that was the close one. Who knows? Would they would just like, I don't know, like capsize the boats eventually. I don't know what they were trying to do, but it, it was, it was an interesting scene. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I definitely was freaked out as well. Cause like, I'm no fan yeah. of like open bodies of water or anything like yeah. that or rivers. Yeah. So I'm like, don't, yeah, just get away from the kayak. Why are you shaking yeah. it? Why are you so weird? They're like aliens or something in this moment. Yeah. They're just like, yeah. you know, I, I feel like uh, I had like weird, weird uh, encounters with them in uh, Jurassic World Evolution, right? Where they mm -hmm. just like constantly busting out of their fences. And I'm like, God, what are you doing? You're Parasaurolophus. Yeah. Stop doing this. Um, them and so, Stegosaurus in Evolution just love to get out. <laughs> I, never, I didn't get that. Yeah. Super weird. So, yeah. you know, uh, maybe it's that uh, bioluminescent gene in those two. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, you're right. This 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 is what I kind of equated to as far as the Parasaurolophus is concerned. They they bump them off course. I'm guessing it's kind yeah, of that's hard kind of how to I tell. It. Yeah, it, I really thought it was a, a, a comparison to the attraction because that's exactly what happens. They're supposed to mm -hmm. go into that hadrosaur cove, but instead they get bumped off course and they go towards the yeah. raptor pen and and yeah. where everything is is going wrong in, in the uh, in the ride. Um, so you know, in the scene, you don't really see another tunnel. It's just the. Uh, seems like do you? I, I, you you kind of see you, you kind, of kind of see, see like something? Darius says something like we're 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 getting we're going down we're, the wrong the current's taking yeah. us down the wrong tunnel. He yeah, says he does, that it's the he, wrong tunnel. He says that, but I I never like I've never noticed at least a different route for them to take. So it is really interesting that like why is that there? Why would there ever be a route like right, that would right. take you? I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe what they, happened as they go off route, you can see that the grates are broken, okay. but they're, but they're, but they're great. So there would always be a current going through there. So I, uh -huh. I didn't, I didn't really get that. Like <laughs> you wouldn't, you really wouldn't want this sort of drain off on your premier kayaking ride. But I did think yeah. that was interesting. Why is the grate broken? <laughs> maybe we'll never know, but um, uh, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. It's it's a weird one, but uh, I do love it nonetheless because the the attraction itself is really cool and it gets yeah. them into some dicey situations here. Right, um, and where they so, end up is totally worth it. I don't care. Oh, how they for got sure. There. Yeah, 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 yeah. They they try they try to stop the inevitable, but uh, mm -hmm. it it pulls them into that tunnel and they empty out into the Mosasaurus Lagoon. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, 
Yeah, it's and pretty I, I love that wide shot of this them in the lagoon, too. I mean, <laughs> I felt terrified for them. I mean, that yes. again, you're talking about like a fear of water. It's uh-huh. like, I, I can totally feel that, like knowing that you're in this huge lagoon and there's just lumbering creatures swimming beneath you. Um, it, yeah. it was definitely a terrifying moment. I do have a little audio from that that realization right there. So mm-hmm. uh, let's let's check it out here. It's It's pretty great. We're okay. We're okay. <laughs> what? Why did you gasp? It didn't sound like a good gasp. Because I know exactly where we are, guys. We're in the Jurassic World Lagoon. And so is the Mosasaurus. <gasps> Mosasaurus is some kind of giant fish dinosaur that's going to try and eat us. (gasps) It's circling. Testing us. It's acting like a shark. We're intruders in its domain, so it's investigating us. Before it gets confident and decides to... to... This is bad. We have to get out now! There's a ladder by the spectator stands! How are we gonna... Go! Battle! Go, go, go! So, yeah, it's really, really intense right here. Just before this moment, even, I think, uh, right around here, um, Dave and Roxy, they cut to them at one point, and the signal yeah. cuts out. They're they're actually at, I think, they're at the River Adventure entrance. They, like, track them all the way there, and the kids are not there. They they see that they're in Aquatic Area 1, and they're Area like, one, yeah. uh-oh, uh-oh, we got to go. Yeah, we know right. where that they is. They know eventually, yeah. <laughs> and I love that this scene kind of, again, is like – kind of situating kenji is sort of just like he's seen it all and he knows it all mm-hmm. he's like a reluctant guide to the park if you if you yeah. think about it you know like i i um he, i i love um, that so, moment because like he they, they come out of that tunnel and he's like he's they're trying, all happy yeah yeah he's yeah. trying to look really carefully his his eyes yeah. are adjusting from the dark into the light yeah and he's like yeah. he has to throw on his sunglasses and he's like yeah. oh I know where we are. Yeah, like, <laughs> right. You see those Mosasaur stands, and you know you're in for it. So, yeah. <laughs> also, why why is Brooklyn an expert on sharks? She kind of just rattles off some behavioral observations there, <laughs> where she's like, um, uh, "We're in their domain. They're they're investigating us." Which to me, I I did like that because it kind of um, explained why the Mosasaur just wasn't like gulp, you know, like <laughs> just yeah. eat him immediately. Yeah, but um. It's just kind of funny that she spouts off some uh, some shark behavior knowledge there real quick, but uh, it it helped make set the scene. So I like you know throughout the season so far, Brooklyn has has made note of like she she does unboxing certain places, yeah. and I'm like, are you you're unboxing these? I, I'm confused. What's yeah. that? Maybe she yeah. unboxed a shark at one point. I don't know. She got a shark yeah, right. in her pool, exactly. or something. she's like, here's a shark. Let me open it up. <laughs> That's true. She has a history of sort of like, or even other characters talking about videos they saw of her. She's obviously sort of like not a master of everything, but she's kind of dabbled in a lot of stuff. So yeah, that yeah. kind of makes sense. Um, she must have, yeah, she must have unboxed, unboxed a shark encounter at some point. 
Um, so yeah, so, tell her she's using the word unboxed wrong. Though. That's I okay. know, I know, I know. <laughs> and we have we haven't even talked about toys yet at all. So, um, yeah, yeah. but yeah, but um, at this point, the kids are just trying to make it. They're trying to get down yeah. to the other side of the Very lagoon. Very it is super tense, dude. And like I said, yeah. I'm not a fan of, of open bodies of water, especially when there's yeah. a massive monster. And they make they make that Mosasaurus look really incredible. Like, I, I think the underwater shots of this thing are crazy. They, they look, mm-hmm. it almost looks like stop motion. It looks really right. weird. Like, Everyone says that. It is, I, yeah. It's so it's kind interesting. of strange. Um, the stop motion is like the perfect way to describe it. And I don't know why it came across like that, but like if someone, if, if it came to pass that we had some like behind the scenes documentary and they're like, we chose to make this claymation. I'd be like, ah, yes, yeah, I can see it. Yeah. Um, it. It's funny, but uh, sometimes these, you know, these Camp Cretaceous versions of the Jurassic world dinosaurs, they get a little more stylish looking. And I think the Mosasaur is definitely like one of those, like his eye or her mm-hmm. eyes a little bit more, it's just a little bit more, uh, I don't want to say cartoony because that's dismissive. It just, it has a little bit more personality than just like kind of a dead animal's eye. It's, and, and, sure. uh, but, but it's still very terrifying here. And I think for me, what works is the overhead shots where you see it kind of under the water. Like that was way more yeah. terrifying than seeing it actually in the water for me. Yeah, I mean, they do pull, like, kind of Jaws and Steven Spielberg-esque, you know, reveals here where it's like you only yeah. see the crest of it coming up or, or the tail yeah. or something. And uh, they do an amazing job of just, like, mm-hmm. showcasing just a little of it and then, you know, big reveals and stuff like that. Like, I, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know what's up with that underwater sequence. I think it looks pretty amazing. I like the way it looks. I don't know what it, mm-hmm. why it looks like that, but I like it. And then, like, just the way that it comes out of the water later on, it's just – it's a really yeah. – Really incredible. Every every portion of it. The, the directing, I think, in this episode and, and all of them so far is really yeah. amazing. Like the shots of Spot like, on. Yeah. it's like right next to the Mosasaurus as you can see the kids in the background. It's it's crazy mm-hmm. how well they yeah, shot this training. thing. Yeah, um, yeah and, and they really made good use of this set piece, uh, which is the, the feeding lagoon. We know from the movie mm-hmm. they have this like shark winch. I mean, they just did a, a great job using that for like maximum dramatic effect. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because at that point, you know, Yaz is like, all right, I'm going to distract this thing. I'm going to go stand on that that pole f- that connects the wire and everything. She yeah. starts smashing on it with a paddle. Um, Again, like so Jaws. It. It yeah. totally reminds me of that. Yeah. Um, so at this point, I think Kenji and Brooklyn already made it. Darius and Sammy make it because of the distraction there. Um, and then, of course, Yaz is like, um... Maybe this was a bad idea. I don't know. Yeah, right. Um, so right. she jumps on that rope, and then the kids uh, activate the rope or whatever, so the wire. Um, so, you know, at and that Kenji point, does it too, which again, oh, I appreciate okay. Kenji for kind of like knowing, like, I've seen this before. I know what mm-hmm. to do. Like, he, he he's good in moments like this because he, he probably is the only one who's seen a shark feeding show and knows that it yeah. does that. Yeah, he made he might have like yawned his way through it the, the past ten yeah. times, but he knows he he's got it down. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that that like jump of the mosasaurus and the bite of the wire that was all yeah. so incredible, really tense, yeah. really amazing. Um, yeah. And this is uh, this is where she swings down and hurts her ankle. Um, and right. the tablet the tablet falls right into the lagoon. So uh-huh. that signal is gone for a little bit. So. Right, and I, I'd kind of forgotten how she hurt her leg, so I was like, "Oh yeah, I mean, that's that." She took a a, a large fall there too, so it, it kind of <laughs> yeah. um, 
it, 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 she earns that hurt ankle that she kind of nurses for the rest of the season. Um, Look, but yeah, just they, a great they've all sequence. they've all taken really long falls at this up until yeah, this point. Yeah, so right. so yeah, so this is well, just she, another. You know, she tripped over Bumpy last episode, so maybe she oh, kind of set something. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. But I love the framing, like you said. Like when the Mosasaur comes up, it looks like it's gonna get her, and it yeah. snaps, and it's like, oh, she's already cleared it. I mean, they did a good job because. Yeah, I mean, if you. If you had no idea what to expect, it's like, oh gosh, like yeah. that, that's gonna get her. So they did a good job. Yeah, uh, it's pretty amazing. That and that's where Dave and Roxy, uh, they're in the truck and they're trying to track down that signal. It's gone. Mm-hmm. They know where the kids are. They're worried. Um, I think the signal is still there, but it's like it's like lost in the middle, middle of the lagoon or something like that. Um, and uh, and yeah, so this is where we get like it's at the end of the episode here, and they're all just hanging out at the at the bleachers. Um, nobody here like i so at this point i'm trying to figure out where we are in the timeline because i think i think you know that we've gotten the pteranodons attacking main street already that would have happened quite a while ago at this point right because the kids already ran away from the pteranodons they went to the river adventure they traveled through the river adventure I, i think through that point somewhere in time is maybe when that whole sequence of events ends and yeah. and then the kids come out here so i guess the crowds have dispersed enough where there's nobody <laughs> right in, nobody left no, behind either no sound there's nothing happening like yeah pretty interesting i know it's a budgetary thing like you're saying you know it's not a huge budget here so it's like yeah. it's like they can't populate a ton of people and plus plot wise yeah. it kind of ruins the plot of the show if there was going to be a ton yeah. of people but they're yeah. stuck there. They don't really try to go anywhere else. They just kind of hang out there and they kind of have a, a lot of conversations and stuff like that. And, um, you know, Sammy, Sammy's really appreciative of Yaz for saving them. But uh, mm-hmm. they're not they're not going to be friends. <laughs> they're not going to be friends no. ever, no. ever again. It's done. You're yeah. never going to be friends as far as Yaz is concerned. So it's tough. It's tough to come back from that betrayal. But, um, mm-hmm. you know. I don't know. I have a, I have an audio cue here, but uh, yeah, let's let's take a listen. This is actually a little bit after that. Um, Brooklyn, I think, tries to. Brooklyn, yeah. Yeah, she tries to uh, calm her down a little bit and make her feel a little bit better. So uh, mm-hmm. let's take a listen to that. She's she's gonna unbox something. I think. You okay? <laughs> nah, not really. Yeah. Don't question. I don't know her that well, but I think if you give Yas some space, she'll come around. Maybe? I, I don't know. I'm going to be honest. IRL friendships aren't really my thing. But, uh, sounds right, yeah? Why are you being so nice to me? Because Kenji is right. Oh, that feels so wrong to say. Never, ever repeat that. Oh, gross. Listen. I've done my share of selfish things. I only knew what you were up to because I was also sneaking in places I shouldn't. You were at least doing it for family. I was doing it to impress a bunch of angry internet randos. Plus, when we get out of here, you're gonna give me the exclusive on all the juicy details of you spying for Manticore. Brooklyn unboxes a conspiracy. Pow, pow. Try to tell me my videos are lame after that, <laughs> angry internet randos. <laughs> so, deal? Deal. 
So yes, uh, Brooklyn is always after that exclusive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she, she, you know, uh, I know we're picking on Brooklyn a little bit um, in this episode, but uh, the whole pow pow thing too. It's like that's your that's your uh, like <laughs> signature thing. It's it's kind of half hearted too. It's not even like she's really into it. It's just kind of like pow pow. It's just like <laughs> uh, she does it. She does it often. And, and I, when the other characters emulate it, I'm like, okay, it's kind of lame. And then when she does it, it's like, well, that's not any cooler when you do it. <laughs> That's like a few episodes ago when Darius is telling his campfire story and she's like, it was a lame story, Darius. Yeah, yeah, right. (laughs) I got to say, like, I when I try to end my videos and podcasts, I'm like, I don't know what to do at this point. Yeah. So here's some words. (laughs) I I should do that from now on. Pow, pow, guys. Uh, Doesn't that doesn't work on me. Um, (laughs) But I do I do appreciate, um, you know, how how these characters uh, changed throughout the se- the series, yeah. you know, and um, you know they're they're all like they're all very stereotypical at first, and they they really come around. And you know, Brooklyn was very self centered, being the the, mm-hmm. the the person with twenty seven million followers who's losing you know followers at a, a high clip. I guess you know she's become boring or something like that. So she, I mean, she's always trying to look for exclusive, which is kind of a constant, but she is personally you know, turning a page and, and, and becoming yeah. friendly with people, you know, right. she, she kind of cut that, you know, attitude that she had with Darius a little bit where she was just like, you know, she was trying to be friendly with him, but always had something to undercut it. So she's really yeah. turning around, um, trying to make Sammy feel better. And, uh, I appreciate she that kind of the be- show is doing that. She kind of, she kind of betrays too here. She says, I'm not so good at she's something like, I'm not so good at IRL friends or something like mm-hmm. you, you kind of start to see sort of, like how lonely her life is, even though she has 27 million followers, like, like she's sort of like, you know, um, like a, like a celebrity in isolation almost, you you know? So, um, kind of start to see that part of her character too, uh, as she, you know, um, offers the olive branch to Sammy. You know, yeah, I, I, I think that's probably how it is with her and it's, she's interesting. She likes to take risks, with her content and stuff like that. And I just, yeah, she's, she's just like, I'm going to go all out and, and I'm going to sneak around these parks and stuff like that. And then she's like, I'm going to unbox this conspiracy. You know, you're going to have to tell it to me. It's like, not going to be like, uh, you know, not like the FBI or anybody's going to look into this conspiracy or anything. Right. That's going to be on your channel. I guess, (laughs) I guess Sammy's like deal with Manticore is null and void and her, her family's going to be in trouble because she just, she basically what? was just like, yeah, I'll tell you all about it. And then at that point, this is just me like overthinking stuff. I'm like, well, if she's so such good friends with Brooklyn and Brooklyn has 27 million followers. I mean, we know how much money big YouTubers make. <laughs> yeah. uh, can't Brooklyn just bail her family out just for like, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, well, seriously, give, give me the revenue from that video or something. I don't know. <laughs> I never thought about that. That's, that's true. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty funny. That's season three or season four. Think, <laughs> yeah. <so>. <laughs> <laughs> They're all living rich after this. Um, Well, probably, but you know, with uh, lawsuits and everything. Um, But yeah, that's, that's pretty funny. Um, I, I do have another clip here at the end. Uh, This is the last one to kind of uh, Mm -hmm. fade us out here on the end here, but this is a, the welcome to Jurassic world moment where this title comes into play. So here it is. My dad talks about coming here for years. And here we are. Yep. Welcome to Jurassic World. (laughs) 
Yeah. That that alarm is uh so ominous. Ter- I like yeah, it. Yeah, it's terrifying. I, I love yeah. that so much. Um and even in that sequence you can actually see the pteranodons and everything flying away in the right. distance. Right. So you know, it's all it's all working out like the time wise time timeline wise and stuff like that. I I I can't help but feel heartbroken, you know, at that moment, you know, because we've had all those scenes with Darius and his dad before, you know, we've got that mm-hmm. story and that was all heartbreaking already. But now we get Darius being like, you know what? My dad really wanted to come here and this is what it turned into. And it's like, man, I, I just mm-hmm. can't help but feel even worse now. <laughs> it's, it's such a struggle because right. like yeah. the hope of this place could have been really great for them. And, you know, Darius uh-huh. being somebody who is so excited to visit this park and, and, and see dinosaurs gets this experience and, and how terrifying, how, uh, you know, alone they must feel after no adults can help them. Um, it's got to be sad and, and terrifying for them. So that, that, that uh, alarm is a good way to send them out. Right. And I know we talked about the the cliffhangers. I mean, this is a great cliffhanger, too, without sort of anything cutting the black or, mm-hmm. you know, some peril that stopped him in mid scene to go to the next episode. I just kind of like this, like, that, you know, they're safe. They're not in any imminent danger, but this alarm is just sort of ominous. And then and then roll credits. So it was it was a good ending for sure. Yeah, there is there is that moment in Jurassic World where like. Uh, the whole pteranodon sequence happens. They shoot some some dimorphodons and pteranodons and all that. And then there's like that stampede of humans as they try to back up the truck and everything. And they the Zach and Gray make that comment about like, well, we're going to stay with you. No, him or whatever. And then it cuts. It cuts to nighttime right there. Mm-hmm. So we don't we don't ever get to hear this yeah. alarm blaring or anything like that. So hours yeah. upon hours are lost in those moments, yeah. which, you know, gives this show room to breathe and do its own thing um, to eventually catch, true, yeah. Yeah, to catch up to the show at some point, but, um, or to the movie at some point. But uh, yeah, so that I, I, I was, I was rewatching that scene just in preparation of this episode because I'm like, was that alarm anywhere? I don't remember it being in the movie. I was like listening mm-hmm. carefully in the background, but there's no alarm ever. So it's a pretty ominous sound, but um, I don't know. What, what do you think that was? just trying to signal. Do you think it was anything in particular or just, just a random alarm? Oh, I mean, I don't, we find out that it's uh, like the fairy message. I think like, I don't know. I don't remember. I got to rewatch. I I got to rewatch the next two episodes to do the, uh, but no, you you bring, you bring up a good point. I mean, you've been talking about timing this whole time, which I, I, I thought about it here and there, but I never thought, I just assumed it all fit together, but kind of thinking about it, it's like, yeah, at some point the, the Tranons attacked Main Street, and at some point, like everyone found some sort of shelter or transport to get away from there. They didn't just all run to the jungle. So mm-hmm. yeah, we have this passage of time, and we know from the end of Kent Cretaceous that the fairies leave. It's like we have this passage of time where like Jurassic World staffers just moved all of the tourists kind of to a safe place, and um, and unfortunately, you know, the Camp Fam showed up. A little too late, you know. <laughs> a little too late. I, yeah. I would be, I'd be interested to know, like how, like, like, did they just get to the Mosasaur Lagoon, like, like thirty minutes after everything went down? You know, that, that yeah. kind of stuff would be interesting. You know, it's yeah. They play loose with the timeline a little bit here. It's like you don't really know where everybody is when, when mm-hmm. this is happening. And then, like I said, it cuts to nighttime out at the Raptor Pen in uh mm-hmm. in the movie so mm-hmm. yeah we don't really know what happens and where do the people go like are at this point i'm assuming they're all heading to the dock like they're taking 
I'm assuming they're taking ferries this whole time. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, and then of course the kids, the kids are leave, the kids get to the dock, um, the next morning, I believe. Right. So Uh they miss a whole bunch of stuff. So yeah, I don't know. It's a lot of, a lot of time passes overnight. So who knows, you know, but, uh, Any uh, any final thoughts? I know, like this was a big episode. This was a fun one. Yeah. Anything we missed? That's or my anything? favorite one, really. No, I was just thinking, you know, in my in my dream, you know, handling of the Jurassic franchise, you know, we we get this Jurassic World special edition, a la George Lucas with Star Wars, where we get to see, you know, <laughs> a, a, a monorail and the and at like the edge of you know the background of the frame at night with like you know the lights on and Trandon's chase again you know there's some there's some great sort of overlap yeah. that could work back into the movie from this show and like you said there's this passage of time there's like this secret chapter that we really don't know about um we know about it from the perspective of the kids but we don't know about it from the perspective of everybody else that would be yeah. kind of cool to explore it would be um there i considered playing it in this episode but somebody actually um, combined the whole Indominus ah. chase, the chase sequence where it bursts through the forest and, and Mizrani's chasing it with a helicopter. Mm. Um, that's pretty amazing. If you watch, like they combine both the footage together, um, it's really incredible to see it kind of go back mm-hmm. and forth between those, the, the animation, the real mm-hmm. live action. It blends really well. I had a great time with it. I'll, I'll have to send over the yeah. link or include it. I'll try to include it in the show notes or something, but yeah. it was really, I loved yeah. watching. It was really awesome. And it makes me want to see a full super cut of, of the film and the show, the season one, like together. Yeah. Right? I would love if somebody had the time and talent to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's why we loved it. I mean, that's why at least you and I kind of really like the show is that it's sort of integration with Jurassic world um, and, and, and what we see, but obviously, like, again, those theme park elements are so cool. And that's what's so awesome about this episode. We got the river adventure. You know, we got the Mosasaur Lagoon from a different perspective. So, yeah, I, I, by far my favorite episode um, of this season. For sure. Yeah. All right. So that about wraps it up. Where can everybody mm-hmm. find you online uh, if they want to track down some amazing toy stuff? That's right. Uh, Collect Jurassic. We pretty much deal exclusively with uh, Jurassic toys, uh, hence the name. But uh, we have the website, <laughs> collectjurassic.com. And then, of course, social media is Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook. Uh, we got the YouTube channel, too, for toy reviews and a podcast as well. Um, again, you guessed it. It's about toys. So uh, Collect Jurassic World, you can check that out, too. Yeah, man, you're killing it. I love I love everything. The website's amazing. The podcast's amazing. YouTube, it's all super awesome. So you're, you're killing it with the design Thank and Thank you. and everything. It's a it's a wonderful resource, I think, for the uh, for Jurassic fans. So keep right. it up, dude. It, totally, and it's a good excuse for me to to collect toys. So I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you, man. So thank you so much, and uh, we'll see you some other time. Thanks for joining me. Awesome. Sounds good. Awesome. Thank you all so much for listening. Make sure to find us over on JurassicParkPodcast.com. Find us over on Twitter at JurassicParkPod, on Instagram at JurassicParkPodcast, and on Facebook as well. Please subscribe to us over on YouTube and follow us on all major podcasting platforms. Thanks, everybody. Five minutes. Drop what you're doing and leave now.